2: Hello everybody, this is Take the Black Live, the show where myself, Dan Selke, editor of WinnersComing.net, and
3: me, Mia Johnson, uh, entertainment editor at Fansighted.com,
2: talk about all things Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, fantasy, sci-fi, genre, television, movies, awards, actors, actresses, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. And we are here today with a full, full plate because um a lot's happening this week. Bizarrely, I don't know, like, like we... we we got back from break and it was just yeah. bam 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 yeah, yeah. bam. And
3: time to, you know, open the floodgates. So the
2: TCA as so the yesterday came out. Hello everybody watching. Hey Sherry. Hey everyone else in there. Feel free to comment. We can talk. We can chat. I get a haircut. No one said anything about it yet. I'm very offended by that. Yeah. Thank you very much, Richard. Um I thought we'd start off with some Game of Thrones stuff, as usual. Hey Julie. Hope everything's fine. Hey, um in Australia. <laughs> yeah. As always. Um yeah. sympathies for everything happening there. But with some a little happier news, uh first things first. Fire and Blood, the George R. 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 Martin's latest Song of Ice and Fire book that isn't in a Song of Ice and Fire, um, is getting a paperback edition. Fire and Blood being the book about the history of the Targaryen dynasty that they, HBO is mm. making into their next show. They are basing the new show, House of the Dragon, off this thing. Okay. Um, came out in hardback. It was a hit because, of course, it is. I think a lot of people, I'm not going to lie, are probably like, a new book from George R. R. Martin? Yeah. It's here! And then they're like, wait a minute.
3: Like, if you are if you don't see, like, the fine print, they think that they've kind of got you. They're like, yeah, look at this. It's a new, not that new. Thank
2: you, Julie and Harry. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Julie and Sherry. You guys noticed my haircut, as people should. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I suppose you've uh, picked that up, have you?
3: Me? Oh yeah. you think I, no. Yeah I don't know why. No I no asked. no. I didn't think I, I didn't even know that they were reprinting these books to begin with. It's so good. they are reprints, but just like, it's a, it's a, like a
2: a paperback. And you know what? I'm not out.
3: a big paperback
2: fan. What? I'm
3: not. But they're
2: cheaper. Yeah, I only do I. paperbacks.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't know, I'm a fan of like the really like sturdy. I mean maybe depending on like what the book is, but most times sure. I'm a I'm team paperback. I mean team harp cover. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Team hardcover. Team hardcover, yes. <laughs> um, Diane asked, relatedly, hi, you guys. Have you heard anything about House of the Dragon yet? Um, we haven't, Diane. There are starting to be some rumblings, actually. There was mm-hmm. like some stuff on Twitter today, earlier. People were like, they've closed down this road in Northern Ireland for the next three days for, oh. f- for filming mm-hmm. like House of the Dragon. But I was wondering, so this paperback of Fire and Blood, which is what House of the Dragon is based on, is coming out um, May. F- I think God, I wrote it down. Yeah. On May 1st. I was wondering, and this is just Hope Springs Eternal section here, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, if they're going to release the book that they're going to base this new show off around May 1st, m- m- might we hear something around then?
0: Ooh. We're going to coordinate a
2: little bit. Or, you know, even better, maybe he'll use it as a springboard to announce a bit about the uh, six books <laughs> on the Fire Series, which I just want to reiterate. I think we should reiterate this if, whenever we get a chance. George R. R. Martin did promise Kind of jokingly, but it doesn't matter that he would have the Winds of Winter done by this August, or we could imprison him on a volcanic island off the coast of New Zealand near a lake of sulfuric acid, which does exist. YouTube it sometime. It's really wild. Um, so that's what we're counting down to.
3: Yeah, I don't want to be in that Facebook group that's like, all right, how are we going to round up George R. <laughs> R. <and> Martin? <laughs> we meet at dawn.
2: I feel like we should also say just to uh, do not round up no, George R. R. No, R. Martin no, ship into a sulfuric acid <laughs> island. But it is fun to talk about.
3: We do not advise. But yeah, maybe they are plotting something like deeper. It would be Synergy. cool to kind of have that going on because actually, when did um. The last season aired in May? Was that right? Yeah, it ended in so, May. So maybe be it's a good kind of time, like right. a one-year anniversary. Like, hey, guys, guess who's back? It's us.
2: And the discourse will ramp yeah. on up. Yeah. Also, by the way, Sherry loves, loves paperbacks. So yeah. me and Sherry are on team paperback.
3: You know, that's fine. That's fine.
2: <laughs> no competition. <laughs> <No justification. laughs> it's a fight. It has to be. <laughs> this is the internet. Haven't learned anything.
3: That's okay. true. Pick a side.
2: <laughs> <laughs> everything wrong with everything is what that is. But... Speaking of Game of Thrones stuff, also this year, they were going to open the Game of Thrones studio tour at Linen Mills Studio in Corporate Brambridge, Northern Ireland, where they shot a lot of the stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, We just got some details. Those are some artist mock-ups of what it'll look like, like when that. the Winterfell section is done. This should be pretty cool. You know, they'll have props, they'll have costumes, they'll have literal sets. Yeah. This is where the show was, well, one of the several locations where it was filmed. You got a nice Winterfell set there, pretty cool. A lovely Kings Landing room sets. Oh, I would love set. to be out there. Oh yeah, I would a hundred percent go to this. I also it looks fun. It
3: makes me wonder if they're going to be open to pictro. I mean, to me, this looks like an Instagrammer's dream. And yeah, just like, <laughs> just, you know, us normies too. But like, just those like being in the set and on the set. But I know sometimes they get particular about those types of things. Like, no, you can't take pictures. You're here, or like you're blocking, or it's like. I nah. mean.
2: Today, when like everyone has like a phone, like yeah. it's so hard to prevent taking pictures. It is, yeah. Unless you are gonna confiscate my phone, yeah. like what are you gonna <laughs> what do? Are you gonna really,
3: do. <laughs> this is Game of Thrones time. There are no phones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be good, and here's a, yeah. a a stole or a fur or something. No, it it, it, it looks pretty cool. It wants mm-hmm. six hundred thousand visitors a year. It's going to employ two hundred people full time. That's Open awesome. Open twelve hours a day, just, seven days a week. Well,
3: okay, I don't know specifically where in northern ireland this is but the fact I that mean, it is in northern big. ireland it's like out of all the places in the world why why do we have to make the trek well i guess for some people it's not a trek but well,
2: yeah i mean it's, it, it, it's it's there because game of thrones has from the beginning and up to up to now even yeah. now has a very close relationship with northern ireland that that's like was not space operations yeah and it, it fueled the economy of that place mm. it turned northern ireland into a place where Hollywood productions go to film and take seriously, it had a huge effect. I do think. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say it owed it, but yeah. it 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 feels appropriate to me that I it get would be that. there.
3: Yeah, I get that. and you that.
2: know, also that's like where they act, they they actually film stuff there. So yeah. if you want the authentic experience, yeah. you go to Northern Ireland.
3: Oh, all right,
2: another <laughs> film. It, it's like, yeah. it's like. Pillow to the Ring show on Amazon. Like, they're going to New Zealand to do right, it. Right, yeah. It's because. definitely,
3: like, a good tourism boost. Kind of like how, mm-hmm. like, all the cities want it. Like, the George Lucas Museum, which oh we God. unfortunately lost out on. But at this point, it's if like, you my, don't I just, know that,
2: people, that is a sordid yeah. tale.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that or, like, I believe there's the Doctor Who Museum somewhere in Wales. Because they do, that like, filming me on there, too. So, I get it. I get it. And, like, if you just are, like, a really, really big super fan, it's like... Maybe it's worth going out there.
2: By the way, really quick. Have to read this comment from Julie because yes. it's brilliant. Uh, how's the vodka today, Dan? I'm <laughs> just ask. None of your business.
3: Ooh, Take a sip. <laughs> That's good.
2: <laughs> we actually do have a bunch of uh, booze we still need to get through out there. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones booze. So we got to remember to pick that in sometime and just get crunk when we talk about stuff. Um, a huge truck for me says Julie. Yes, we can get a job there. Why not? 200 people. Will the Hound be there, asked Marsha. Will the Hound be there? I bet they'll have people come in, like cast members to come in yeah. and like do a ribbon cutting. That would or be nice. Or come yeah, by we'll occasionally to do stuff.
3: I'm betting I like to see the Hound stopping by.
2: <laughs> the Hound is like a notorious recluse, the guy who plays him. It's he, he like He, he lives in a boat or something.
3: Wait a minute. It's well, great.
2: It's really Like Okay, just
3: make one exception just for this, please. Exactly. <laughs> That's happening in the World of Game
2: of Thrones. So, oh, and Ian Glantz coming to Count of Thrones this year, which is in Florida. Where is the George Lucas Museum, by the way? Where did it end up?
3: LA, maybe? I you know, I can't say with 100% confidence.
2: Because we're in Chicago, and we were going to get it for a while. Yeah. And then these busy bodies swooped yeah. in, and we're like, no, it'll block the view from our apartment complexes. And it was awful.
3: <laughs> the Friends
2: of the Park. I'm an enemy of the Friends of the Park. That's what oh, I am.
3: No, I'm trying to do, like, the world's fastest <laughs> Google search. It's on it's Alderaan. It's on Alderaan. <laughs> Well,
2: it's not going to be there very long. Kaboom, blam, it's all going to go away.
3: Yeah, I believe yeah, it is. It's L.A. Yeah.
2: Of course yeah, it is. It so we could have had it in Chicago and we passed it up because some rich folk like their lakeside views. Ridiculous. I but mean,
3: it's part of the... There's a, it's a whole nother, whole nother story. <laughs> There was nothing
2: in that space. Okay, sorry. That was a while ago. I'm still a mad about it. It was the city
3: plans, and they didn't want to, like, obstruct, like, the nature or something the like that. The nature? It should.
2: Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes. You had some concerns or just some issues oh, you wanted to talk about. Um, what's happening in the wide world of Marvel recently?
3: Yeah. What's so going on, man? A lot of things. One of the biggest <laughs> things this week was that Scott Derrickson is no longer the director of Doctor Strange 2, which is called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Ugh, of Madness. What
2: a great title. It really is. Such a good title. It really is. They are, like, Thor, Eleven Thunder is a great title, too. Yeah. They are killing the title yeah. game recently.
3: That was really good. And this one was the one where they're really supposed to go, like, full on in, like, the horror genre. And I don't think that's going to change. Because, like, Kevin Feige went up on the stage at San Diego Comic-Con. And was Like, this is going to be a horror movie. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be our first, like, real horror movie. And because Scott Derrickson was on the project, and he's had you know his own little like horror projects too, mm-hmm. it was like okay, he's really going to do this justice. So now I'm concerned that you know this is once again those like creative differences, you oh, know, sort which, of partings. Yeah. Up. And there have been rumors. I don't trust the rumors that have come out recently saying like he wanted to like kill off characters and Kevin Feige was like no, but that is where we're left with Doctor Strange. <laughs>
2: I mean, what's interesting to me about that is that it seems we could extrapolate a little bit. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange loses its director, which doesn't happen a lot on Marvel movies. Usually, they've been pretty good, as opposed to Star Wars, where they are turnover like crazy. Yeah. Of, like, keeping stuff in line. Yeah. And now we're hearing some some rumblings. We also heard this rumor, which, to be fair, is kind of unconfirmed, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, that uh, the Hawkeye show for Disney Plus has Mm -hmm. been indefinitely delayed for a while while they sort stuff out or look for new yeah. people to cast. Which, like, I mean, we should mention, that's not, well, that's not for sure, something yeah. like Derrickson. Um, also, less seriously, because they really couldn't help this one, Falcon of the Winter Soldier got delayed because of Earthquakes in Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not a thing I would chalk up to inter-
3: No, yeah, you, can. you can't but, blame nature on... <laughs> or can we blame Disney on nature?
2: But here, the question I'm going to pose to you about this and all of you watching mm-hmm. the audience is... I think up to now, Marvel has been pretty remarkable in the way that it's made so many successful, popular, critically acclaimed, good movies, one after the other, after the other, after the other, all tie together in a show of synergy that Kathleen Kennedy can only just weep openly (laughs) about. Um, Is this a sign that things might be a little rockier now that we're going into uncharted territory?
3: Um. I really don't. I don't think so. Not yet. I think that we have seen stuff like uh, the whole Josh Whedon thing. Like once we get around to like Avengers Age of Ultron and it's like, yeah. okay, you're not going to direct the next uh, Avengers movie. But even then, like they recovered pretty much. They nicely. recovered with the Russos with Ant-Man, I believe. Oh, gosh.
2: Oh, uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright
3: was supposed to direct that. And so he dropped out of that. Um, I don't know if if Scott Derrickson was the first choice for Doctor Strange. But it's like, they, they've had, like, a few, like, you know, switcheroos here and there. So I can't say that this is going to be, like, their, like, unbecoming. Or, like, even with the the James Gunn thing with uh, yeah in the Galaxy kept 3. So <laughs> they're like, oh, we'll wait it over and then bring him back. So that still hasn't played out either because he's been doing The Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad 2. Mm-hmm. So we can't really tell what that's going to be like. But I don't – I. Can't really like foretell them having just like a full on like Justice League problem, <laughs> where it's just like, I agree, I think where it's there... like you've got this Frankenstein of a script, which is what I think happened with uh, Rise of Skywalker as well, where you've oh got like God, man. so many people giving their input to the point where it's just like unrecognizable <laughs> by the time it's over.
2: Did you see that like the Colin Trevorrow script? Yeah, I've out? got I've
3: got something drafted up <laughs> about that. Even though I just saw a couple things today, if we're going a little bit off script. That um like Collider had sources where they confirmed it. The A V Club had yeah, sources they had where they confirmed, confirmed that was like the real uh like a kind of like original script to episode nine Star Wars. So a lot of behind the scenes things the <laughs> coming the, to the, light. The, the
2: more distance we get. It's, it's interesting too because like it, it, it's 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 all Disney, but there are yeah, these two segments yeah, like Lucas yeah. and Marvel and one is like just run like clockwork and just so hit out of the park every time. <laughs> yeah. And the other is sort of a it's, mess.
3: It, yeah, yeah.
2: It's just cool how interesting how it can just I be I think
3: what it might be different. is that I really like to have faith in Kevin Feige. So, like, I don't know if Disney really throws down the hammer and they're like, okay, we don't like this and needs to change. Or Kevin Feige is like, we need to kind of stick to the script. And that's how he keeps things in line versus Star Wars is just like, yeah, we'll just, whatever happens, happens sort of thing. But.
2: I'm so tired of talking about it. Yeah. As Sherry <laughs> points out, uh. Speaking of just superheroes and Disney and Game of Thrones, oh, yeah. what the New Mutants is finally getting released with yeah, amazing roles in it. Surprise,
3: surprise! <laughs> oh, it's going
2: to be so weird. It's going to be like looking back in time because, like, it's not—it yeah. wasn't made to be part of their MCU. Right. But I guess technically they are our Marvel, Marvel characters. even though They're not going to be MCU characters,
3: exactly. It's going to be strange. I mean, if you think about it, though, the mutants were all like the part of the X Men anyway. And the X-Men, because they were Fox, were always independent of the MCU. Uh So we kind of like took it at face value, like, okay, they are Marvel heroes, but because they're the X-Men, we know that they're not even going to talk about Tony Stark. Uh, But what is interesting is I think that the new mutants were supposed to like kick off like, okay, now we can have Maisie Williams do like her own, basically have it be like the X-Men, but they're the new mutants. And now that... Sort of doubting that. Yeah. Now <laughs> that Disney, you know, bought Fox out, it's kind of like, and that is over. <laughs> so that's kind of sad. But it'll be nice. Yeah.
2: Um, She also points out, Sherry, I, also, I, I wrote this down before we were talking about it, that Fox is open to a Firefly revival, which I would also be into.
3: Really?
2: Mini-series I would do. Not a whole series. Don't go crazy, people.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's been so long. Let them have what they want. And Britannia
2: has approved for a third season I am so glad you're enjoying that, Julie. I number still have 10, not yeah. gotten around to watching it. I really have to. That in <laughs> that Oak Island. Oak Island is my white whale. Okay, so with all that out of the way, oh, yeah. I thought we would discuss um, some recent news involving the Academy Awards, the Oscars, Ew, yeah. 2020, 70, 80 second. I forget what number it is, but the Oscars were announced nominations on Monday, and they kicked up some dust. Mia, mm-hmm. kick us off. What do you think of the Oscar nominations? <sighs> You Should know, we read this? The best picture nominees movie first. Yeah. Okay. I was going to read that. Best Let's picture nominees for him. this year: Ford versus Ferrari. I didn't see a lot of these, by the way. I'm very sorry. <laughs> the Irishman. It's too long. I'll see it. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Hitler story, mm-hmm. but it's it's funny. Uh, Joker, uh, which got 11 nominations, the most nominations. Yeah. The only genre film here. Let's count Jojo yeah. Rabbit, Hitler Ghost, um, and it's it's dominate, which I think is important, but also. A little spooky, because that movie has some issues. Mm. Um, Little Women, which I saw and, like, loved. I thought it beat the crap out of The Rise of Skywalker, to be honest with you. I saw those two over the break, and I was like, (laughs) I've read that one again. One
3: is more superior.
2: Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I thought was a little overrated. Did you see it?
3: No, my brother told me about it, and he was like, exactly probably what you said. It was a little overrated.
2: It's, It's a very, like... Hollywood loves to talk about itself. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, so what's the point of this movie? But okay. Um, marriage Story, which is very, very good, I hear. Yeah. Uh, Parasite, which I've got to see. Everyone loves that one. I'm yeah. going to see that one. Yeah. And the war movie, 1917, starring Tom and Baratheon yeah. as a World War One soldier who never cuts away from.
3: Yeah. you. I don't know. You cannot get me to see a war movie. I'm sorry. I
2: love war movies. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I don't know. They kind of have the same things going on in them a lot of the time. So, what are your thoughts? Not about that, just Oscars yeah. in general. Do you have anything you want to yeah. discuss?
3: Uh, I think one of the big ones that a lot of people brought up, I don't even know if this was in our, yeah, kind of sort of in our notes, about just like the lack of, I think diversity is the Is one. People always throw right. it out. And I don't know if maybe I'm like, not to say so over it to the point where it's like, I I don't care that there were no like, like who was it? Um, The Harriet actress was, like, the only woman of color. Yes, at the other. room. Even Mm in, I thought, well, anyway, it's to the point where it's, like, I am just, like, it's so tiring to have this conversation over and over again to the point where it's, like, you almost kind of feel numb to it. It's, like, well, what do we do at this point? Because there were, like, one of the snubs that people said was, like, Lupita Nyong'o in Us, where she played basically two characters, Mm -hmm. two completely different characters. And it's kind of, like... (laughs) you know it's still overwhelmingly white, as they say and overwhelmingly male Um, and especially the director's category as well like no Greta Gerwig. That was the one that 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 stirred up the the
2: dust that no women were nominated in the best director's category. So it's
3: it's like I I haven't vocalized this before but it's like I'm kind of tired of this. It's like why every year why? It's like I just want to shake them and be like why are you doing this?
2: I mean I looked at some stuff. It's interesting because, I mean, I think Oscar So White was 2015. Like, yeah, it was like um, around five years yeah. ago. There's a big outcry about diversity in the award ceremonies. Mm-hmm. And they made an effort. Like Hollywood did try like um, purposely to increase, to to diversify the voting block.
3: Right, yeah.
0: And
2: there was actually an effort they made. They tried to get the Yeah, that was good, there. yeah. And it has borne some fruit. But I mean, like, it's all relative, Right. So, like, the fruit it bore was that in the past several years, um, I think – I know I wrote it down. Tell me I wrote it down. <laughs> um, that – oh, no. I can't find it. That um, women now make up a bigger percentage of it, but it's still only, like, from, like, 25 to oh, 30. the Academy. People of color make up.
3: Yeah. It jumped from, like,
2: 15 to 20. Yeah, so the academy made like an uh,
3: effort. Okay, sixteen percent of academy members are oh, people God of God color, up from eight percent, and thirty-two percent are now women, up from twenty-five percent. It's
2: down there, Dan. Come
3: yeah, <laughs> we've got our notes repaired.
2: And in terms of movies, like this year, I think it this was a record year yeah. for movies directed by women out yeah. into the theaters, which is which is, it, it, it's great, it's progress. But at the same time, it's only fifteen percent. I mean, it's not like. <laughs> there, yeah, it's, it, like, it, it, it's a record year but it's still pretty low it's like
3: progress is progress but we've still got you know ways to go this does remind me though of the baftas <laughs> which had i would say an even worse time uh, i don't think they had any people of color per se that they nominated and their response to it where they like put out a formalized like apology
0: Which was like
3: so British, and they're like, "Oh well, we're so sorry that this has happened, but unfortunately, there was not like a qualified field of candidates or something for us to have chosen to make diverse candidates." Like, ooh, did you? who, Who admits that? yeah that's just like <laughs> not like sorry even we'll if you better believe next. that like <laughs> yeah. there's, you should put it in, in writing like no none of you all were good enough sorry queen and slim and you know mm. all these other harriet sorry we just couldn't acknowledge you sorry you weren't good enough
2: i mean it's a slow torturous climb yeah um overall i thought the the, the year was pretty good for movies i, I, I saw a lot that i liked um, but yeah, I, I I don't think it's anywhere near done grappling with itself yet. Yeah, I don't think that journey is over by any means. Yeah.
3: Sherry, I would also like to mention Sherry says, and once again, Endgame didn't make it. Thank is you. This <laughs> <enough>? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but I I do think Black Panther last year giving it Best Picture was kind of like I really I would love to believe it was in their best interest to give them the Best Picture nomination. But something also about it was like they, to me, they almost felt pressured to do it or else they would be like, uh, I, With to, Black me, Panther? Yeah, to me, yeah, to me, I would love I for them. them to feel like genuinely, you know, sincere about the nomination. And I do. It's like, OK, that's great that they did it. But I don't know, something like in the back of my mind is just saying eh, they just kind of did it just so they can like just have people get off their backs about it. Because that's also when they had the Kevin Hart I thing agree, and it was yeah. like, like, OK, let's just give them something to shut up about.
2: There there's just no host. Yeah, so again, I think they're just going with that. Yeah,
3: no host for this one. So
2: I would say I would put endgame over once per time in Hollywood. Ooh,
3: wow. Yeah, I mean it it was still like if we're gonna ignore like the whole Martin Scorsese, you know, it's just a theme park movie or whatever Oh, wouldn't that have been fun?
2: If the Russos (laughs) like beat him out or something.
3: Oh yeah, Endgame versus Irishman. (laughs) Oh, I would love to would see. Would have been a good time. See, I think that's what – maybe that's what the Oscars needs. Like, they need to shake it up Juice. a little bit because I, at this point, I'm like, eh, it's just, you know.
2: I would say – what would you say that, that the Joker is shaking it up a bit? Because it, it's weird that there, there were two giant superhero films this year. Yeah. Um, and it more successful, but I mean, like, than anything ever. Yeah. Um, Joker's the Joker got in in a big way, like eleven mm-hmm. nominations. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is like it's kind of a lock for best yeah. actor. Yeah, he was extremely good. I'm yeah. not gonna discount. Yeah, that. as far as
3: performances.
2: Um, do you think you can hold Joker up as here's the Academy crumbling in terms of letting more genre films in, you or know, is this a weird special case?
3: I also this to me also seems like a weird special case because it does feel like. Like, most superhero movies and comic book movies feel like, okay, this is a comic book yes. movie. The Joker has v- very little to me where it's like this, like, 100% is like a comic book I agree. movie. And, and, and that was
2: intentional, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah, Phillips right. wanted right. to make
3: something that was
2: more kind of Diet Scorsese, basically. Exactly. Was- so I...
3: Th- I think that's kind of where the Joker slid in and there's been this whole conversation like what we're talking about now like okay so does that mean comic book movies or this type of genre movie are allowed or allowed <laughs> to be a part of the Oscars and I don't know I would I it would take something like having Endgame or like let's say Black Widow gets nominated for best picture next year or something like like once it we does have, those, now have
2: two Oscar nominees in it overnight yes. Black Widow became like yeah. the superhero movie with the high-caliber acting talent. Yeah,
3: Rachel Lies, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. I, I'm, Obviously a, I'm a Joe. giant new fan of her, Yeah. By the way, oh, yeah, everyone loves her, yeah.
2: From Little Women, she was great. <laughs>
3: Apparently she's dating Zach Braff. I just found that out. I,
2: oh, really? Not that well, we're now like a, I hate her. Uh, Not that we're a celebrity well gossip down.
3: site, but I read that yesterday. I was like, oh, okay. So people make their own choices, and that's fine.
2: <laughs> I trusted you, Florence Pugh. <laughs> I thought you were cool.
3: <laughs> so that's... That is that, um, but yeah. So I guess I'll I will watch the Oscars. Sure. We'll follow through with it, and at some point I guess it'll get better. But it's like yeah, when you have names like and no offense to Tom Hanks, because I love him. It's like this year's nominees: Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. And I don't know what year it is. <laughs> like oh okay, I thought this was twenty. Huh. <laughs> That's pretty
2: funny. <laughs> yeah, so. Funny. And he'll win, Brad Pitt. I think
3: he was pretty mm, good. Yeah,
2: he's a good producer. All right, so that's uh, that was the Oscars. That's the Oscars. That was long winded. I don't exciting. even think
3: we we. Gosh, I, I don't even think I have the strength in me to talk about Stephen King.
2: No, no. I don't. Oh, it was bad. Look up Twitter <laughs> and Stephen King yeah. if you have. Um, if you if if you feel like getting really outraged for a minute, yeah. he said some dumb stuff, <laughs> and then and then took it back. It was bizarre. Okay. There is a lot of stuff that happened to this week and stuff. So I thought we would go through some other big news items in a mm-hmm. kind of lightning round fashion and just say quickly Are we excited? Are we interested? What do we know? What's happening? And uh, update you on it and also work through our own complicated feelings on it. Yes. Um, in a quick ish way. Okay, really fast. Lock and Key is a big show by Stephen King's son, incidentally, oh, comic book series. Uh-huh. Next February 20th. It's a very popular comic book series. Have you ever heard of it? I never really have, but I always it's a buzz yeah, around it. You're being yeah, hands on this. I
3: haven't heard of it until I saw like the promotions.
2: I was writing up like the synopsis. I I, I hadn't heard of the show before, mm-hmm. and it was all like the Keith so film moves into the key house and finds keys to unlock different key realms. Like you were saying, key a lot. <laughs>
3: That's a lot of keys.
2: <laughs> but hopefully, if I watch it, it falls together more. It yeah. looks interesting. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always up for a new. It's kind of like a spooky Narnia. Is okay. what it looks like to me. So I'm, I'm all for that. That's on Netflix, yeah. Um, Westworld Season 3 has a release date. Yes. Uh, March 15th, which is uh, not, that, not that far away Now, at here's all.
3: something. I finally started watching Westworld. Really? And you know what? I found out that I am definitely a sci-fi person over a fantasy person. I absolutely, I knew I was going to love Westworld because I do like the whole, like, kind of reminds me of, like, Black Mirror and totally all those things. You know, anything that has to do with, like, androids or, like, AI and all that, that really gets me. <laughs> so I knew I was going to like this. I actually started watching it because I saw that they were kicking off season three. Right. Um, or they had the announcement, at least. And so I was like, let me just get into this once and for all. <laughs> okay. So that, yeah, season three is coming March 15th. Uh, I don't. I guess that's, I've got three months to binge watch two seasons, so that's not terribly. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's that's not that. bad. <laughs> so I'm actually kind of excited about that. be curious um, to hear
2: your opinion on it because it yeah. gets um weird in the second season.
3: Hmm. I think. I'll, so if you have opinions, feel free I to, might to be able to, to handle them. it. <laughs> we'll yeah, we'll talk maybe leading up to March 15th, we'll be able to talk about it. I'm looking forward
2: it. to it. I enjoyed the first season a lot. Second yeah. season was... Mm, hmm. But um, they changed, without spoiling it, they changed things up for the third season. They're kind of like repiloting a bit. And I'm looking forward to seeing where they go.
3: Oh, okay. It's a show that has a lot of
2: ideas on its brain. It definitely is a... It, it just... It has things to say.
3: I get it. I think <laughs> it, it,
2: it didn't say them particularly well last season. But um, if it, if it corrects course, it could be really good. Okay. Okay. Um... Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, coming to Showtime April twenty sixth. Do you watch the original Penny Dreadful?
3: I didn't. I
2: did. I went back and watched it. What it was, was
3: that? Like, it was
2: like nothing long ago, like two years. Marjorie Terrell, sorry, Natalie Dormer, serving yeah, all the face
3: like, as wow. a
2: demoness named Magda. Um, original show, very beloved, cult hit. It's the original show was set in Victorian times and it was all about like. It's Frankenstein and mm-hmm. it's um, the Wolfman and Dracula and other yeah. like kind of Victorian kind of characters. Um, very richly produced, really well acted, like can't be material, but treated seriously, that kind of thing. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. The new one is set in Los Angeles, like in pre-World War II. I it's about like saying. Mexican folklore. And Natalie Dormer serves all the face. Obviously, yes. <laughs> I love that shot. She has lots of stuff like that in the trailer. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I think it, 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 it's 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 an interesting show with a point of view that we one yeah, had, and so yeah. does this one. So I'll be watching that.
3: Interesting. Oh, she looks so good. <laughs> she looks really
2: good. <laughs> She's getting work. I'm a little weird because she plays like a like a Hispanic goddess, like a death goddess oh, really? of like Mexican American folklore, and I'm like, you're British, but yeah. okay, mm, we'll just see okay. how that goes. Um, in movie news, Jared Leto is Morbius. <laughs> Morbius, yeah. The
3: Ooh. the living Spider-Man, vampire. The, so, yeah, is
2: that his title? Like the living yeah, vampire?
3: Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Well, they kind of it, it. gets explained in the trailer. He, I mean, it's basically like he is a vampire, but not like oh, he is a vampire. He just so <laughs> happens to have vampire like. Tra- Okay, I get it, I get it. I hope it. I'm explaining that. So,
2: like, so he, he has one of those, like, I'm guessing, one of those, like, superhero experiments that go wrong. They mm-hmm. always do. And he gets, like, you know, blood sucking, white skin, can't go out in the daytime. Basically, All the vampire yeah. powers, but he isn't an actual killed and resurrected vampire. Right,
3: right. So, yeah.
2: Really yeah. great Marvel. Yeah. Clever. Well,
3: Sony's really digging through the, the Spider-Man archives to create their own like Spider-Man universe. Kind of mm-hmm. like they want to have their own MCU and it may or may not pan out well. Um, something that's interesting though, is at the end of this first teaser trailer that we got that came out this week is that Vulture appears, Michael Keaton. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like, Ooh, are they going to form like a sinister six movie where they have all the villains gang up on Spider-Man at some point? Uh, I think that's where they've been trying to do that for a while now, but they just haven't like been able to do it because they had to reboot the entire Spider-Man series. <laughs> so,
2: but, but it'll be kind of cool because yeah. like it's like the anti-avengers. Mm-hmm. Like okay, if they're gonna lead up to a big adventure from all the heroes get together. We'll just do the villain thing.
3: Yeah, basically, basically. And what they had was there was also like a little cameo shot of Spider-Man in there. And it's like, ooh, Spider-Man's a murderer and everybody hates him. And it's like, you really buy that? Okay. <laughs> 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 so.
2: Oh my God. We They just dropped news about House of the Dragon.
3: Ooh, Wow.
2: To launch in 2022, it says. House of the Dragon launch in 2022. Nice. It's a boss on more Game of Thrones and pilot that didn't go. Oh, my God. Things are breaking. Ooh, okay, okay. This just in. House <laughs> of the Dragon. Uh, the Game of Thrones people show about the Targaryens. launch in 2022. <gasps> I'm sorry. This is an article really quick. My guess is in 2022. He said, they are starting writing, said Bloys, who is uh, the, kind of the programming president guy. Yeah. There you go.
3: All right. Well.
2: Obviously, it's a big, complicated show, Bloy said. That's really helpful, Blois. Thank you so much. For me right now, I think getting House of the Dragon on the air will be the number one priority. There are no other blinking green lights or anything like that. Something down the Sometime down the road, who knows? But there are no immediate plans. We are focusing on House of the Dragon. I thought, that is for like other Game of Thrones. Prequels. I get it. Yeah. And then he also talked about um, what happened to the other Game of Thrones pilot that didn't go. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Casey Bloys' voice. I don't know what he sounds like, so i was talk normal. In development, in pilots, sometimes things come together, sometimes they don't. One of the things I think Jane Goldman took on beautifully, which was a challenge, there was a lot more role creation before, because she set hers 8,000 years before the Mothership show, so it required a lot more. That is a big swing. One of the things about House of the Dragon, there is a text, Fire and Blood, we talked about it earlier. Oh my God, circulation. There is a book, so that made a little bit more of a roadmap for a series order. Even between the lines, um, she wrote horrible characters, I guess. I think Jane did a beautiful job. It was a big challenge, but there was nothing that I would point to and say, oh, that one element did not work. Just overall did not quite gel. Mm. That's one of the reasons when we started out to think about is there a life after Game of Thrones in terms of Game of Thrones. We purposely <laughs> developed multiple projects. We would have been very lucky to do one pilot, have that pilot go and be a success. But development, as you know, it takes a lot of tries to get it right. This is no different. All right. There you go. House of the Dragon coming 2022-ish. All
3: right. That sounds about right. If you're going to
2: have a a big show about um, featuring lots of dragons and people with very expensive white wigs, you're going to need a a, a year or two to get it right.
3: (laughs) Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, two two years sounds reasonable. Yeah, it works.
2: Sherry says that perhaps George is done and now is helping with House of the Dragon. (laughs) I doubt it.
3: (laughs) Aw, don't get our hopes up.
2: (laughs) That is a while. Two years is is a while to wait. Um, But
3: I mean, look. Production-wise,
2: I mean it's Game of Thrones own fault. It by the end of it it was looking so great. Yeah. Like if that's the standard they want to hit, I like they can't get it out this year, it's not happening.
3: There's oh, no yeah. way. Yeah, So
2: it'll be a while, but you know, I'll be 50, but it'll it, it,
3: <laughs> Wait it'll Wait a be minute.
1: Fine. <laughs>
2: um exciting stuff though Good. yeah we, 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 we yeah, have a release date thing i wonder if they'll have writing or castings as and soon i hope they cast fun people i hope they yeah. cast Naomi watts I hope, they cast Sh- I hope they cast meryl streep i hope they cast everybody
3: meryl streep she's on
2: an hbo show why not that's true she could play um dina targaryen or whatever
3: dreamcast nancy right targaryen there. nancy targaryen
2: and finally, one other thing I wanted to hit before yes. we signed off was today, because because the TCAs are happening, the Television mm. Critics Association Press Tour, which is why all this new stuff is breaking this week. All this stuff is going up crazy. Um, the guy who's running the Wheel of Time show at Amazon, Rafay Judkins, who got us started as a Survivor contestant, by the way. Oh. It can go anywhere your career. Um, released an official set photo from the Wheel of Time set um, on a mysterious mountaintop somewhere. Oh. So they're rolling on that. I'm betting that'll be like 2021. So we're going to have all these big fantasy shows come out mm-hmm. and then it's going to fall to HBO to be like, and now the original. Yeah. The original comes back. Can it beat them all? We'll
3: see. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I'm
2: excited about that. I have not yeah. gotten around to, re- re- to reading the Wheel of Time yet because it's like 14 books and I'm already reading other stuff, but I will do it. Whew. It's 14 books. They're not very long. Um, The guy died in the middle of writing them. Someone else had to complete <gasps> them. Oh. Is. This is years ago. Okay.
3: Okay. But, uh, well.
2: Yeah, that, that's true. Fantasy authors just tend to go on.
3: They have a lot it's, to say. It, it's they a got thing. a lot. Maybe it's just like they just have these fantastical worlds in their minds and it's like there's no way I can just stop right now. I have to give everybody a story and everybody a quest and all that. Which, I mean, that's good to have a creative mind. I would love to have something like that.
2: Oh, sure. We all <laughs> yeah. would. Yeah. we write it together. I have so many ideas. Oh, snap um julie says of course i wonder if wins will be out by then nah Mm. oh god i do too (laughs) it's it's definitely that won't be if we're here two years later and george martin is still going like i'm working on it's coming along but you know i'm I'm just trying to break through the story but that'll be then well what a fun little cat bird this episode to get some breaking news a lot um, anything? any other comments you want to make but anything here fans are here?
3: crying out crying Outlander yes Outlander <laughs> Outlander
2: yes and Picard is right around the corner Picard yeah that's I think like some people are seeing weeks? screenings
3: or something so th- I think the reviews might start coming in Yeah, that should be exciting but it, yeah it's
2: already it, it, it's already up for season two already yeah because they know they know they have to invest a lot of time in these now so they can't afford to mm-hmm. wait and see is it good people like it before they renew it they got to do it now 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 yeah. now well,
3: that's how thanks Game of Thrones yeah Look at what you've done.
2: (laughs) What hath you wrought. Some interesting times what you've wrought. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to say?
3: Oh, I think we're all good here.
2: In that case, I'm going to sign off with a desperate plea for anybody watching, if they're interested, to um, go on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. And rate us a million stars. Mm -hmm. Leave a review that just heaps praise upon our hosting abilities and insight. And, uh, you know, that'll help us expand our reach if we can um and we'll be back here next wednesday maybe a little bo- uh, a, a, a more of our house of dragon breakdown because now i want to get into it yeah um here at 4 p.m central center time on the windows Play facebook page hope to see you then guys thanks for watching have a nice. wonderful day